From Baltimore, Maryland, this is The Stoop Sessions, a One Hope podcast. Join us for conversations about ministry on The Stoop. Learn more about our work at www.onehope.gives. Well, welcome back to The Stoop Sessions. My name is Joel Kurz. I'm Eric Hill. And I'm Stephanie Greer. And uh, we are talking today about false gospels in our community, and we're hoping that this is inspiring our listeners to think about false gospels in your own community and how you might uh, address them. So what we want to talk about today is what we believe to be a false gospel, and that is this, cut off toxic people. Cut them off. Cut off toxic people. Uh, My problem in my life is toxic people. Now, before we get into uh, why that would be a false gospel, can we just acknowledge something? Let's do it. Let's put the disclaimers out here. Go ahead. One disclaimer. There are situations in which separation is needed from people who are abusive, from individuals who put you in harm, um, from situations where we would say, safety-wise, it would be good common sense to remove yourself from this particular situation. Yeah. So this is not a counseling podcast on whether or not you should stay in a horrible marriage or be abused. If he's by hitting a friend, you, get out. Or if she's hitting you, get out. So, I mean, and we're not even getting into that. That's a whole other episode at a whole other time. Let's talk about. We're talking. Well, also, uh, I don't mean to cut you no, off, no, Stephanie, cut but off. I actually do mean to cut you off. You did. That's you know like how we always say I don't mean to cut oh, yeah. you off. Right. I don't I mean to be just, rude. You say but that right before you do it. No, I just <laughs> actually, Joel, cut so, me off. So, um, the other the other piece of this is that uh, we can acknowledge that. Uh, there are just problematic people in our lives, yeah. you know, yeah. that maybe we don't need to get away from necessarily. They're just annoying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, there are people that just drain you. Yeah. And, you know, it could be that they're the person after church and uh, you just kind of uh, take a deep breath before they come up and, and uh, you know, you listen and you walk away feeling a little more drained than uh, you you were before like there are people that are that just kind of feel yeah i get the word toxic because it, there's a it, there's a poisonous feeling that we can sometimes get with people where it feels like i was better off before i had this conversation yeah and now i kind of feel bad yeah like there's something that just happened there an exchange took place yeah that exists yeah and so i i i get the word toxic. Yes. And because I'm the disclaimer queen, I feel like again saying doesn't mean that boundaries aren't important. Right. Um, wisdom is not important. We don't throw any of these things out. So um, just as we dialogue, consider that in mind. Yeah. This is not a manual, but one of the false gospels that we get in our particular context is what? Cut off toxic people. Yeah. And I think uh, we actually even hear that in some preaching. I listen to a lot of, a lot of preaching around the country. And um, I often hear preachers say things like, cut off toxic, toxic people. You got people in your life that don't, uh, they don't believe in your dreams, yeah. cut them off. Yeah. You got people in your life that don't believe in you, cut them off. Cut off toxic people. I, actually, in some ways, I think has made its way from the community into the pulpits. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard a number of sermons that, that you know, um, have that same, that same language in it. And I think we need to, um, 
you know, like with these false gospels that we've been talking about, we have to remember that none of these gospels save. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they call false gospels, mm-hmm. and only the true, the true gospel is, you know, saves. Cut off toxic people. What, what is this false gospel? What is what does this gospel declare? So it, it would. De- I think it would start off declaring that some people are toxic, right? While mm-hmm. God's are- created some toxic and some pure, right? Are you toxic, Joe? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm I'm over here like I could have been for some yeah. I don't know and if I don't know if you don't tell me I don't know <laughs> in a lot of cases. But I th- I think they believe then that the fall is or the curse is that me a pure person is affected by toxic people. I would actually be doing just fine in life if it right. wasn't for these toxic individuals. Exactly. Yeah, they're like a roadblock. Yeah, on right. the way to success or whatever. And so yeah. redemption for me looks like cutting off these toxic people and I'd say you know how many toxic people do you need to cut off in order to read to reach redemption right. I'm not yeah. sure yeah and 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 find restoration which for them would be I have a peaceful life yep now let's acknowledge biblically that friends do matter yeah so I don't want to deny the reality that friends do affect us for better or worse yeah. what does the bible say about friends so Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare." Yeah. So uh, a man given to anger is going to entangle you; they're right. going to affect you. Uh, bad friends rub off on you. Yeah, That's right. Paul says it right. Bad company corrupts good character. So there is definitely some truth to the fact that. The individuals around you influence your decisions. That's right. That's right. That's right. Pro, uh, Proverbs 13 uh, goes on to say that uh, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. That's right. The companion of fools will suffer harm. So we, so we can say that friends do matter, right? But what are some of like the problems with this, this false gospel of... Uh... Sorry, I keep dropping my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> What would you say some of the, the problems are with this false gospel of uh, cutting off toxic people? I think, Go ahead. Can, I, can I say, yeah, before yeah. us even um, transitioning from friends uh, changing things, I, I think there's some truth in becoming a believer uh, in our context does mean a switch of allegiance. You know, an, an allegiance to Christ means you're not okay with a lot of things that you used to be okay with. Yep. And so that might mean associations, that might mean friendships. In some cases, it might even mean family. That's and right. so as the church becomes the new community and the new family for individuals, I think there's something to be said about identifying yeah. um, the reality yeah. of, okay, ultimately, I'm just not a friend to this world, Yeah, but I'm a friend um, I don't want to be an enemy of God, but being a friend to this world, like it says in James. So there's a distinction right. there between yeah. allegiances. I do think we should identify, like, all right, there's a reality to that, and that, that's why it's that's why it's in the in, in the word. Yeah, in one of our earlier episodes, Mez McConnell uh, was talking about how in uh, Muslim countries, when you become a Christian, like you lose everybody. Um, that's right. That you've got to cut everybody off, uh, and your church family becomes your new family. And he linked that up with our context in the inner city, or in his case, in the schemes, uh, or wherever people find themselves. And that is that if we uh, 
for people that become a Christian in this context, like yeah. often they they do have to cut people off. They do have to cut off all of their old ties. The church has to become a new family. Yeah. Uh, and it's because the world is so against us, you know? Yeah. And so if I go back to my old friends, I'm going to become a, a friend of the world in a sense and yeah. an enemy of God. You know, I'm going to move back into this old lifestyle. Yeah. And so, so you're right. Like this is very important to understand the importance of the church family, our, our closest relationships being with Jesus followers. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus was called a friend of sinners. That's right. He was seen with the drunkard. You know, he was seen with the prostitute. He loved, he pursued the lost. Yeah. He hung out with his disciples. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, he lived with his disciples. Yes. And he was intentional in his gospel mission. His, right. He was intentional of what his father had sent him to do. Yeah. And so uh, let's let's not confuse that with, yeah. oh, I mean, I'm, I'm hanging out in these environments because I'm trying to be a witness. There's other ways to do that. Right. I think God right. has shown us yeah. through Christ. There's other ways to do that. Yeah. So some Christians really need to be challenged. Like, who are your closest friends? Who are the people yeah. that you're allowing to affect you? And you really need to think about that. Yeah. And we're not saying, just, just for clarity, we're not saying that Christians can't have non-Christian friends. That's right. Right. But we should think. We're right. saying That's think. Right. Think. Think in wisdom. Yeah. And I think the question is, is, is who who is affecting you? Yeah. I mean, if biblically, if friendship... Clearly, uh, if friendships, bad company, ruins good morals, you know, if, if friendships do affect us, yeah. then we've just got to think through our closest friendships, you know? And so I've got friends that are not Christians. Yeah. Um, and we all do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's good. And I've got friends in the neighborhood that I'm pursuing. But there's a different level of intimacy yeah. Yeah. that I share with them. Uh or, or I should say that I share with the church that I yeah. can't share with them. Exactly. Because of the bond that we have. So, with that said, like but, you said, Joel. But, yeah, oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh. <laughs> let's talk about the problem surrounding the problem of believing in a gospel that says, let's just cut off toxic people. Let's talk about it. So, what's, what's the first one for me? Y'all wouldn't know the first one for me because it's the first thing on my mind. So, I guess I should share it. <laughs> I'm just like waiting to be like humble, but it's actually about pride. So right. uh, the first one is no one really asked the question, am I toxic? Mm, that's right. You know, am, am, am I, I toxic? Or where have yeah. I been? Or could I have been toxic yeah. in this context, yeah. in this we, we situation? Look, they, we look out at everybody else and we assume that, hey, they're the problem. They're toxic. Right, not me. So you never really examine yourself. Never take responsibility. This is pride, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just an issue of pride. pride. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the toxic person. They're the toxic person. Yeah. It's funny. I did a study once um, on dealing with difficult people. And, you know, you kind of think that you're about to jump into that study and, and learn. And we were um, reading through Abigail and I think neighbors. Uh, is it Abigail's story? And um, the first couple chapters really flipped it when you're when the. the the Bible study asked, well, actually, you might be the difficult person. You're sure. coming here yeah. on, you know, on account of all these other people that have changed and ruined your life. But how might you be difficult? And so I right. think yeah. for me personally, I got to ask myself, mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're, I got to be honest with myself and with God. Yeah. Where Where is my arrogance and pride um, clouding 
my view of other toxic people. And God clearly says pride and arrogance, the way of evil and perverted speech, I hate. So question number one then is, am I toxic? Am I part of the problem? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Right. We also have a shallow view of sin. As if the toxic individual is responsible for my sin. You know, people don't make me sin. Uh, sin comes from the heart. It's what we talked right. about in our last episode. Yep. It's our wicked desire. That's what makes me sin, not toxic people. In my response to maybe someone is uh, being problematic. Maybe someone is being difficult. Maybe there is a character flaw in someone else. But again, it is my response. And That's I, right. You know... I would give like anger, conflict, um, conflict resolution seminars in the neighborhood and they'll say, you know, this, you know, you're asking us to do this stuff and it's not realistic. And I said, Mm -hmm. no, you've always had choices and control Mm. over what you will choose to do in response. If we don't train ourselves to prepare for what our triggers are, then, then we can blame the other person. But it's, it's my fist. It's my words, you know, um, it is my actions in response to. And so a good thing for us to recognize is uh, sin is prevalent. We, we need not act like being a believer, being a Christian, now puts us in this perfect utopian society where no one ever sins against us. Mm. Like, it's just not how we, yeah. we roll. And we unintentionally and intentionally sin against other people. Yeah. We, we need to not have a shallow view of how sin works. And because of sin, I am the toxic one. Do you guys remember the movie Crash back in the day? Mm. Yeah. That's that, I uh, that. that movie pops That's in my good. head as we're talking because like in that movie, everybody's toxic. Yep. You know, like throughout the movie, I think it's the genius behind it is yeah. you think that this person's innocent. And as it turns out, like there's just this uh, never ending uh, spiral in, in the toxicity in yeah. that movie. Yeah. You find yourself looking for the hero. You're like, okay, okay. Oh, that one wasn't the, it. Yeah, okay. Who can no I hero. latch onto as like the normal, like healthy person in right. here? And there's yeah. layers. Yeah. And maybe that's just it is they are the normal person and they're not healthy. And that's all of us. You know, like who, who is innocent? Right. Who, who can stand before the Lord? That's right. No, not I. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, if we cut off toxic people, right, this leads to a blunted view of the remedy. Mm-hmm. So what, right. what's our response? Well, I, yeah, I think the remedy is not in subtraction, but in addition. That's right. right. Uh, in John fifteen thirteen, we're told greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Yeah. It, the remedy is found in the fact that Jesus came for toxic people for us. Right. You know, he, man, thankfully, God did not cut off toxic people. That's right. right. Come on, somebody. He yeah, would have no. cut off everybody. Lord. Yeah, I would have been cut off. Yeah, that's right. You would have been cut off. Yep. And I think that's something we need to consider. The two sides to you can't you can't go very far um, being a Christian with saying I'm just going to cut someone off. You yeah. want to know why? Because who has been the most forgiving? Yeah. Christ to right. us. Right. Therefore, I'm telling you, I cannot ever list an offense that I am ever going to be able to bring before God and say, nope. Yeah, that's right. This was the last straw. And I'm yeah. not saying boundaries don't matter again, but I'm saying what what can can I ever tell anyone, you know what, you can't sit with me now because my right. your sin yeah. outshadows my no. Right. That's good. And so I can't I can't read Colossians 3, 
13, any other way, bear with one another and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. What can we say then? So I have to really push back on canceling or or um, cutting off toxic people because that is not the narrative of my Savior. Right. And if I want that same grace that has been extended to me, I have to think about what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we, if we just believe in a gospel of cut off toxic people, we ruin our, we take away the reality of the truth of what the gospel has meant to us. Yeah. That we hated God, enemies right. of God, and yet he pursued us right. and died for yeah. us. You. And so I think the remedy is hard. I think seeing that Christ says, pray for your enemies, I think Christ has been very clear about what the remedy is, and we need to address that that's difficult. Yeah, or maybe, could I clarify yeah. that? Clarify. The remedy is delightful, Yeah. and that's that Jesus came to us. That's good. The implications can be hard. That's it. The implications yeah. for right. me are difficult. But you know what makes the implications a little bit easier? When I think about the Lord and what he's done for me, mm. I cannot say anything. I can't. Mm. I'm silenced. I'm speechless yeah. with, God, this offense yeah. is grievous to me. It's hard. My feelings yeah. are hurt. My money might be yeah. hurt. I mean, there might be some real life implications of of, yeah. of, of the effects of sin, but what, yeah. what, what iniquity can yeah. I bring against somebody else That's that true. you haven't canceled for me? And as Christians, like we have to remember we're part of God's family. Right, so, you know, when we have, like, disagreements and stuff like that, we just can't say, okay, like, I'm done with you. That's just like if I have a disagreement with my mom. Like, yo, that's, that's still my mom. Like, I'm not just going to yeah. be done with her. Like, that's with family. Yeah. And as, you know, as believers, like, we're part of God's family. We're brothers and sisters. We're called to care for one another. So, when we, you know, when we do have, like, disagreements and stuff like that, we just can't just cut off people. Right. Look at them as toxic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think what you're saying too is even um, there is that false gospel, but it creeping into the church. Yeah. We've got to talk about how you know cancel culture cancels people. Yeah, and uh, I think that's what you're you're yep. you know you just can't walk away from your mama, yeah. and you just can't walk away from yeah. a mother, or sister, or brother in the faith that way. Yeah. And I think it's just it presents a worldly view of hope, yeah. as if we can somehow. Free ourselves up from annoying people, from toxic people, and uh, live some kind of peaceful existence. We just can't. You know, the reality is is that everybody is going to become toxic if you spend enough time with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. ever had, like, a good friend, and then you try to live together, and you, you, they're your roommate in college, yeah. and all of a sudden, they're your biggest <laughs> enemy. What What happened? Right. Um, they somehow became toxic, and uh, that's simply because you're a sinner, and they're a sinner. You've got problems. You're going to have problems in your relationship. And I think anybody who doesn't realize that is not understanding the depths of sin, the depths of toxicity in all of us, yeah. right? And uh, so, so look, here's the point is, by the, you will cut off everybody That's right. by the time this is all over. Including yourself to an extent. <laughs> You'll right. be tired of yourself. Yeah. Right, right. That's true. Maybe. And all you'll be left with is you. Yeah. Yeah. We aren't built that way. Um, and, and people do this. You know, I see people who leave marriages, they leave kids, they leave churches, they leave communities constantly searching yeah. for, yeah. you know, that, that utopian society mm-hmm. of people that they think is out there, you know, yeah. and they just don't exist. That's right. Because everybody in this world 
is a broken sinner yeah. in need of redemption. Now, Therefore, one day, they're going to be toxic. One day it will exist, though. That utopian society. Right, right. It the will perfect, exist That's day. good. Perfect yeah. new world and yep. the absence of sin and the delight of obeying God as it was supposed to be. But we're not yeah. there. And Peace so, will come. Yeah. yeah. Let's not have an over-realized view of eternity now. I think friends matter. Yep. And we should, you know... Use wisdom and carefully choose our friends. Who build up Jesus, who right. don't build up ourselves. But recognize that at the end of the day, your friends are not the problem. That's right. Yeah, because wherever we go, there we are still struggling with the <laughs> same right. issues, yeah. the yeah. same heart um, situations. And I think we get to wrestle with and see God work in ways um, more beautiful than me just running away from the situation. And again, there's nuances there, but I'd say that's that's... That's the summary. And, and also, as Christians, we are called to go to problematic people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. not called to just cut everybody off. That's right. Uh, 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10, above all, keep loving one another earnestly. That doesn't sound necessarily easy. Right. You know, it doesn't sound no. like earnestly is like, you know, mm-hmm. keep trying, keep working at it. Don't stop loving each other. Look at the scripture exposing my tendencies right there because I'm like, Love each other, maybe yeah, <laughs> from right. a hardcore distance, <laughs> trying to be purposely not in your life. But he says earnestly. And he says he goes on and he says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. That assumes that sometimes we grumble in our hospitality. Lord, That's right. expose me. And so he's saying, look, That's God right. was hospitable to us. Yeah, show hospi- hospitality to others without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. What if instead of cutting off toxic people, we had that mentality? You serve them. Yeah. How can we serve each other? How can we be hospitable? How can we love? I'm just grateful God doesn't leave us to this on our own, that the Holy Spirit actually will right. give us what we need in order to do these things. And so let's see Christ is more glorious. That's the theme. Thanks for listening to The Stoop Sessions. Be sure to catch us next time. As One Hope exists to build healthy churches in the inner city, check us out and connect at www.onehope.gives.